Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so-called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. It is that time of the day to interpret that shit that we call news. Interpreting the news. That was my original series, if you will, on Facebook Live. It was interesting. We would get hundreds of views and people would come in. We would drink some beer and we'd have a good damn time. I'm not speaking into the mic, so I have to uh, maneuver. I have to maneuver things around. So we would do that on the daily. And that was a long, long time ago. End of 2020 into 2021. Yeah. And here we are all these years later and we still need to interpret the news because the news is some fucking serious, serious, well-orchestrated situation, situationally designed conglomerate monstrosity. So we're going to go right into it here. Uh, on We the People Are the News, I tell you that we fight that cognitive dissonance and we break things down and we're going to do just that. So here we go. Tucker Carlson is no longer with Fox. And everyone says, is this the fallout of the Dominion lawsuit? Maybe. Other liberals are celebrating. They're saying, that's it. We've done it. We've done it. There is no more Tucker Carlson. He was the biggest liar of all time. <clears throat> Sorry. Had to clear my throat. I'm drinking a protein shake as this goes. So, yeah. Tucker's no longer with Fox. And we don't have a full clarity. They just say they agreed to part ways. That sounds like an am amicable... Oh, God. There I go. I have my word of the day. Amicable breakup. It's an even split. Right? It's never that easy. It's never that easy. Unless Tucker is like, I have something up my sleeve, and yes, I will leave, and we, we can do this together. I don't think their contract was up. I know they didn't renew uh, Dom, um, uh, Bongino's contract. That's what he said. People are all out there saying he was fired. So I can't wait to see what Tucker's take is on this. Has us waiting. Maybe there's a big payout, NDAs. I don't know. Honestly. No one knows. But if you go into the Twitterverse, you'll have the the leftist talking point monstrosities that are out there. One being Ed Krasenstein, and this was his tweet, breaking. Tucker Carlson was fired by Fox News' Rupert Murdoch. We know that he, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro, and others knowingly propagated lies on their broadcasts. As of now, we don't know what Tucker's next move is. There is speculation he could go to Rumble. Yeah, I speculated that myself. So that's interesting. I guess more than one person speculated that. Uh, would be the biggest show on the internet, I think. But I'm going to go back into Crass and Steam Voice. Newsmax or OANN. Right? OAN. So there we go. So to me, this is doubtful. As for his firing... There are several conflicting reasons over why he was fired, including allegations made by former producer Abby Grossberg, who alleged a sexist, quote, sexist 
work environment at Fox. Other reported reasons have to do with Tucker Carlson spreading conspiracy theories. Either way, he was fired and he deserved it! Exclamation point. Thoughts? So the left, you know, is going to run that out there, that they were fired. And we don't really know anything. Like, when people are fired on the left stations, it's pretty obvious why. Like, it all comes out. I mean, there's people that are have buttons that lock women in the room. So maybe, maybe something comes out. I don't know. Things come out sometimes. Affairs. There's just so many different things that could come out. But then somebody, you know, said he quit. And Fox uh, lost a billion dollars market value in two hours. Don't even know if that's true. I mean, these tweets, you never know what's true. But it's the fun part. I only set that up. I only read that that tweet that I haven't looked into to give you the Democrat uh, opinion tweet again from Ed Krasenstein, which is, according to the LA Times, he was fired. People familiar with the situation who were not authorized to comment publicly said the decision to fire Carlson came straight from Fox Corp. Chairman Rupert Murdoch. Maybe. Or a source that was familiar with the situation that couldn't publicly speak uh, wanted to stir the shit and damage Fox and damage their viewership. And then they put that out through the left media, through all of these Twitter accounts, and boom goes the dynamite. Then people start turning on Fox. Well, people are already turning on Fox. This is what what they don't understand. Conservatives, a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans, New Age people that are paying attention to what the fuck goes on in this world, have long not been thinking that Fox has all the answers. They, They like Tucker, and now there is no Tucker. So at 8 p.m. they used to watch Fox, and now they're not. That's how that works. Funny how that breaks down, but they everyone's always jockeying for position, further trying to create damage, further trying. And the right does this too, but you go through it all. This whole thing is to make sure that Fox gets hurt. So that way, if Newsmax eventually gets taken down like it once was, and then Fox goes bankrupt, and then there's no way to get another opinion out that deviates from the drones of the left. <laughs> well, shit, Rick. <laughs> that is exactly what they want. That's my Negan, by the way. So we're watching this all pop out. So what's going to be on Fox tonight? I have no idea, but I am going to make sure that my DVR is not going to tape it because it, it claims to be Tucker Carlson. I'm going to take a sip of that protein shake I was telling you about. ASMR. So, this is going to be some interesting times. Now, why would people, as a lot of people have said, that Fox has been going the way of all legacy media and mainstream viewpoints? They're going establishment. Well, I'll tell you what. I believe that as well. I believe that as well. Not a big Sean Hannity fan. I guess Sean Hannity somehow survived that. Huh? I guess that's it. It's his live shows and his football throwing. Yeah. So we're going to watch what happens in this fallout, what Tucker's next moves are. But something that the establishment media definitely don't want is the person that is getting all of that viewership that has all of that power and control. Interviewing people 
like RFK Jr. That's where where I'm going to land on this. People that that have so much ability to reach different audiences and not jump by by uh, jump jump at the tune and at the command of of the network. Somebody that knows that they can be the network. Yeah. Talking to people about truth, talking about people about RFK Jr. running, and then all of a sudden, you say, okay, so he's willing to talk to a Democrat that's running. Who else is going to be willing to talk to a Democrat? Who's going to want to carry that story? Who's going to talk to Trump if the if, if they can start controlling Fox and they can start pushing out Ron DeSantis? Why is Ron DeSantis running? Oh, wait, he's not. He's just touring the entire fucking globe. He's globetrotting. People are out there saying that everyone's going to be in love with his wife. He's going to be she's going to be the next first lady. And I and I said this and I said it a thousand times. Ron DeSantis knew 2028 was his year. And he won't be able to be governor. I I I looked at the rule set for Florida. You can be governor for eight years in a 12-year span. And then you have to have four years off. So eight years, four, so at the 12th. So in the 13th year, Ron DeSantis could technically become governor of Florida yet again, if I read that correctly. So why would he run now? Why would he not let... Why would he do such damage when he can solidify as the number one governor? I don't want that man out of Florida. That man should stay in Florida 100%. Shit. After those four years, he should run for another eight. He should be the most governed governor of all time of Florida. However, when he's not running, it may behoove the United States of America to have him as president. But, but, when people get into your ear and you're doing a really good job in your, in your state... There's an issue that that comes up. And this issue is now the iron is hot. Everyone loves DeSantis. And how quickly there was that divisive moment. And a lot of people told me from the from the Staten Island GOP when I said I was going to run against Nicole Maliotakis. I mean, I could I could break this down. I could talk about this this shit forever. It, it, It makes my blood boil. It makes my blood pump. When, when I was running, the SIGOP sat down with me at their executive board meeting, and one woman told me that me running against Nicole Maliotakis would destroy the Republican Party on Staten Island and Brooklyn. And I, 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 and I actually said, I, I don't know if everyone knows how this works, but a primary is for people to decide. I have no problem with primaries. I have no problem with Ron DeSantis running if he wants to. But I'm going to yet again tell you what. If Ron DeSantis runs, Ron DeSantis is, is not going to win. The numbers show that. There, there is nothing short of Donald Trump actually being put in prison on some illegal witch hunt, which is pretty much the end of politics in the country and believing there's any possible outcome for we the people. At that point, it's like, uh, I mean, fuck it. Like, what do we do now? But outside of that, Ron DeSantis has a very nice spot in second place. 
And it's, it's the people, the establishment that are endorsing him. So somebody told me, somebody told me that one of the biggest supporters of Donald Trump is Lindsey Graham. And I hate Lindsey as much as Hannity. So yes, the establishment rhino globalist, ugh, I get it. So you can't judge somebody by who's endorsing. So that's, that's, for, that's one. You can't. So I'm going to say that DeSantis could, if he doesn't lose himself to wanting to fit in, to wanting that backing, and I, I, get, I get it. Politics is all money. It's all about uh, big endorsements, money, and the party being behind you because the herd loves to follow the party. And then there's me. And then you'll say, John, you only got just under 22% of the vote. So what do you know? I know, I know that there could be a place for candidates that just DGAF, that don't give a fuck about what politics was for the longest time. I know it. I got 22% of the vote when I, when I announced that I was running which was more than a, was more like, was more musing, said, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I never was official. I never was fully in. But I follow through with what I say because if I say what I say, I'm going to do what I say because I'm not a, a, a little baby. So I believe it was January 4th or January 3rd of 2022. I went on the FEC. I Googled that shit and I said, hey, I'm going to run for office. And more people are going to start doing that. And everyone said, I would destroy the party from the inside of the party. Then they all went the usual route. He wouldn't even know where to begin. But you're resourceful. You start, ta- you start talking to people and you start figuring it out, right? You start figuring it out. So this comes down to money. I still believe that Trump's endorsement in the 13th hour of the person I was running against, the incumbent Nicole Maliotakis, who just got caught for possibly inside trading, a lot of questions swirling around. Was it inside trading? Was it not? Who knows at this point? I know that the swamp is garbage. That's why I ran. And I, before I ran, I was in my CAT scan room saying, all right, we're going to give you the IV contrast now. And the button would glow and I'd press it and the machine would go, breathe in, hold your breath. I wouldn't even have to say it. It was automated. And just like that, officially terminated October 1st because I didn't comply with some unconstitutional BS pseudoscience fake hypothesis based garbage that was October 1st so go count it people November 1st December 1st January 1st three months and two days later I was I was registered to run and got 22% of the vote with having raised something like $47,000 with that, that's including in-kind donations. While the person that I was running against had $3.3 million or something like that, a Trump endorsement was running commercials for hundreds of thousands of dollars on Fox News, emulating my entire platform of being somebody that will literally be on the streets and fight for you. That is why I say you don't bow to the mob and and all of that. And for shit sure, you don't say, hey, I ran 
as this big MAGA Trump guy to become governor of Florida. And now I'm going to take on Donald Trump, even though all the numbers show I can't win unless there's a fix in. And then somebody just tweeted to me when I said he's whoever gave him this guidance tanked his career because this will carry over to the year he was supposed to actually run, which was 2028. That was the year he was supposed to run. But he got overzealous. He doesn't want to run at that point. He thinks the iron skillet is sizzling and he wants to make some fajitas. Taking a sip of my protein shake. Are we not seeing this right now? What is exactly happening? Like, holy shit. This is, this is crazy. And so, they, I, like I said, I got a tweet and somebody said, maybe these people are so evil that they did this so he couldn't be a viable candidate in 2028. They hate outsiders. Now, is Ron DeSantis an outsider? He was in Congress. He's not an outsider per se, but his, his stance on a lot of stuff is excellent. He's really, he's really managed Florida well. But he's flip-flopping on things like, let's fund the Ukraine war for the rest of our lives. You can't fund the Ukraine war for the rest of your life and not find an off-ramp and peace unless you want death, destruction, possible World War III, oh, and put America last. You can't. And a lot of more people are realizing that day by day by day. So was this all by design? Because once you, once you go against somebody like Trump, when this is clearly going to be his primary, how do you come back from that? It's like wiping shit all over yourself and then saying you don't smell. Was gross negligence, gross mishandling. But was that on purpose? It seems that way. Or politicians in the establishment have gotten so stupid that they did it anyway and they thought that it wouldn't be the end. Or it wouldn't damage him. But I think that politicians are so used to us, we the people, being so manipulative, uh, manipulatable, is that a word? Manipul- easily manipulated, <laughs> that they just, uh, I, sorry, I, I just, this is a flow here. I don't have a script. I am talking. I'm literally just sitting here talking. So this is how this comes out. And then you watch these people, like Nicole Maliotakis. I ran against her, right? And she got that donation. That donation basically should have been an in-kind donation at that point. She got that endorsement literally like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And it was a copy and paste of something that Trump originally had said after he retracted the fact that he called her a rhino to her face for doing the infrastructure deal. And we exploited it. You could still see it. JohnMatlinForCongress.com. Go there. You can see exactly the timeline. We didn't update that she got the endorsement because it happened so late. There was just no time. Our team was literally hanging out in the living room, drinking White Claw, figuring out how to get the vote out. Became a pretty nasty machine. People ask me, are you going to run again? All up in the air. If I'm in, If I'm in New York, if that's where life leads me, if I'm in New York and things are this way, There's an open seat for city council. New York City Council will not know what the fuck hit them. Because I don't play around. I'm a real person and real people are pissed off. How could you not be pissed off? If you live in New York City and you're not pissed off, you are an idiot. 
Literally. Speed cameras everywhere, bumps all over the place, roads falling apart, crime all over the place. It's insanity. Oh, speaking of which, they recently took a speed cam that's there for your safety in a school zone. It only gave five tickets or some shit like that over the course of four months, so it wasn't really lucrative for the city. So instead of keeping the camera there to keep people from speeding in a school zone, they moved it so they could find some place that people aren't expecting it, that they might be speeding so they could get their revenue. All in all an illegal, unconstitutional tax. That's what Democrats do best. So now we're going back to Tucker. So Tucker's gone. They're trying to take any dissent, any way for people to think outside of what they're given in their narrative. They don't care if you're in your narrative. You have to stay in your narrative. Tucker already destroyed January 6th. Right? The shaman was released. Jacob was released right away. But it had nothing to do with Tucker Carlson. A lot of, a lot of stuff went down, man. A lot of stuff. And then he has RFK Jr. on the show. So what does that mean? So people are going to say, John, you're a Trump guy. I am an America guy. I am the USA. When it comes to parties, I have, I have an allegiance meaning to who thinks the same way I do for the best way for the nation to go forward and for people to live and pursue happiness the best. Clearly, that is limited government, limited taxes, and law and order. The party that represents that is Republican. I don't have an affinity to the letter R. I don't look at the letter R and, and, and go, I'm in love. And I don't hate the letter R or hate the letter D. Democrats do not stand for that. And the one thing that any moderate Democrat that exists, they might not say it because they're part of the cancel culture. They're the people that give power to it. They're the people that care if they get canceled. Do you know what they do? They wait. They're the secret, the silent majority. And all of a sudden, they have this babbling brook of moronacy in the White House. Babbling brook of moronacy. Full of ice cream and dementia. And they want a fucking Democrat to run. An actual, moderate, legit Democrat. What the party used to be back in the day. That's what they want. Somebody that can look at the, what's going on in the world and understand that we still have a country and we still want freedom. And then all of a sudden, RFK Jr. announces he's going to run. Now, I'm going to try to get RFK on the show. Sure, it's a long shot. I have a very specific type of show that I run. It's laid back. When I have guests on, we just shoot the shit. We talk. And that's how my offer would be to RFK. That is the biggest, the biggest thing that he needs is more of that. Because me, you, everyone, even though I'm going to vote for Donald Trump, the person I want him running against, the person I want to see him in the debates against, and if something happens that if Donald Trump doesn't win and the other party does... I want the most normal person to be that, that person. I don't think that RFK Jr. will destroy our country. I don't. And I think that the powers that be 
don't want anyone to know that this that this man is running. The fear in the establishment, in the uniparty, in the deep state, and the powers that be, oh my God, they're very, very worried. Because he's going up against a babbling brook of moronacy covered in ice cream and dementia. And everyone knows that anyone that's going to run from this Democrat party, from this side of the aisle, the left that has lost their fucking brains, the left is the Looney Tunes, that none of them can be president or should be president. And RFK Jr. breaks that mold. And he's not establishment. And his family has turned the grinding gears of this government to the point that two of them were assassinated and a third was on a, on a plane that happened, just happened, to crash. And if you start thinking about narratives and you start seeing, well, he was going to be, you know, running for New York senator and all that, and who took his place after that plane went down? Hillary Rodham Clinton! So just start thinking about how this system works and what goes on. So do you need tuckers in this world? Do you need people that don't just answer to the people that, that guard the narrative of either side, that fight against situational design that can reach people? Yeah, you do. They're taking it away. So he talks to RFK Jr. How many people on Fox invited RFK Jr. on? And maybe they like him. Maybe maybe he was was brought on all the time. I don't sit around and watch Fox for 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 uh, the reality check. But I'm going to go and tell you how scared this is. And the Gateway pundit reported it that after the disastrous debates, this is the headline in 2020, Democrats have decided to not hold presidential debates in 2024. Holy shit! Because. Right now, this isn't just a couple, like, there's a little, there's a big, there should be a big movement. Most of the country do not want this old, demented man to run again. Democrat, Republican, don't matter. People. And it says, this is, as per the Gateway Pundit, the Washington Post reported Thursday that the, quote, National Democratic Party has said it will support Biden's re-election and it has no plans to sponsor primary debates. Because, I guess, incumbents don't have to debate. And in case of governor in Arizona, when you are the state secretary and you basically oversee your own election and there's all of these issues and it shows the ineptness that you have all these misprinted ballots and you see what Carrie Lake went through. And she didn't get a debate for governor. To get Hochul to have a debate with Lee Zeldin here in New York, it was like, like almost impossible. And only one. And she was schooled because they don't want the people to have the chance to see how stupid they are. How inept they are. They want to control you. They don't want people on the news like Tucker Carlson that will talk to the Republican audience and show RFK Jr. Because they know that Republicans are going to be the ones that help Democrats realize RFK Jr. is running. Oh, the world we weave, the, the wicked web we weave in this world. So you see all of this. So we are in, in a state. We're in a state of, of chronic narrative shaping, and you don't even know you're being led to the point where I'm waiting on legal advice about exactly how and what risks I run 
and I don't believe I run any risks for releasing my interview with MSNBC from 2021 with Yasmin, whatever her name is, Vashanishni. I don't know how to say her name, so I'm not going to, I'll learn it in time for if I'm releasing it. Where the narrative is absolutely, they try to make you say what they want. They try to frame you to say things. That's my opinion, and that might be your opinion when you listen to it. Public property. Everyone knew that there was going to be some form of recording. One consent state, just audio. I believe that I am fully legal to release that, and I have lawyers looking at it. And I will have that conversation because I will make sure that Yasmin sees that. I will go right on NBC, MSNBC. I will walk right in there and have that talk with her. This game that everybody's playing as news people that are just installing the same bullshit is insane. And the left is celebrating this because it's another loud voice that was reaching people epic proportions and it's gone that's what they think and it's tucker's duty to really make sure he he comes back but was there money offered to keep him out of the game does he have to say they might have said we'll pay out your contract to the end and you can't do anything there's so many different ways this ends ndas everything we might not know anything so until the until the smog clears up we just have random sources like Ed Krasenstein reporting that somebody told somebody at the LA Times that he's familiar or she's familiar or they're familiar or MXMSKNBC is familiar with the decision to fire Carlson and, and Rupert Murdoch. Until we know, we don't know. And when we think we know, we probably still don't. It's some crazy times out there, kids. Pay attention. Start telling your friends to pay attention. Vote in your local elections. Try to reach the people that have not fully made up their minds. And then the people that are galvanized, that don't care, that they're getting stabbed in the streets. Well, just don't be the one that gets stabbed. Keep your head on a swivel. And when they say, how did this happen? You say you voted for it if they're lucky enough to live is very scary times. And we can only win the minds of the people that are undecided. Galvanized people do not change. Very rarely. So, we wait. We watch. And we stay diligent. And we break down and interpret interpret the bullshit news that we're hit with daily. On the daily, make sure you check in and think about what the news is. And while you're at it, you can subscribe to this podcast because we do this daily for the most part. Even though I have tons of shit going on. We do do this daily. Do do. We do do this daily. And while you're at it, hit up www.sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world. Use promo code podcast to get 17.76% off. Grab our iconic flag, grab hoodies, t-shirts, and all that jazz. And we will see you tomorrow because that is the end of this episode. So go forward and let people know that they they do have the ability to use their brains. And please, 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 for the sake of the free loving world, do so. Stop being content, controlled, and using your vices 
get out of your homes, get off TikTok, start using your brain. And again, back to local elections, people, it takes 15 minutes to learn about a candidate. It, and, and that's just, that's, I mean, that's the base level, 15 minutes. 15 minutes can save you being stabbed on the street. We need to change the, we need to change the tide. And the time is now. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow. I'm John Matlin, and this is We the People Are the News.